0: There are approximately 31,102 verses in the Bible, and yet the shortest verse is perhaps one of the most profound and beautiful, though often overlooked and misunderstood. It frequently acts for us as more of a piece of trivia. It, It even has its own Wikipedia page, but we don't give much thought to its meaning and significance. So in this video, I want to talk about the shortest verse in the Bible and why it really matters for us. I'm J.C. Schroeder, and this is Bite Size Seminary. When I was a kid, my friends and I would, would joke with one another and say, you know what the shortest verse in the Bible is? What? John 11:35. Jesus wept. And there would be almost this like snicker or laugh at the the trivia of it. We knew a fact about the Bible, but I didn't understand the true significance of this verse, the beauty of how it portrays Jesus. In the Gospel of John, chapter 11, Jesus's close friend Lazarus has died. He knew beforehand that Lazarus would die, and yet he didn't come and heal him. Four days after his death, Jesus finally comes to visit Lazarus' sisters, Mary and Martha, who are also close friends of Jesus. They they are obviously and understandably distraught at the loss of their brother. There is grief and anger over their brother's death and and Jesus' perceived inaction. You can feel how how raw this is when both women accuse Jesus. They say, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Jesus first tries to comfort Martha by saying, your brother will rise again. But Martha takes this to mean that that's going to happen at the end of time, way far from right now. No solution for right now, future hope. Jesus then says, I am the resurrection and the life. He then wants to go and talk with Mary. When she comes, she also accuses Jesus and falls at his feet weeping. Now, notice here what the text says next. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her they were also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, "Where have you laid him?" They said to him, Lord, come and see. Now it is directly after Jesus seeing their grief and weeping that we get the shortest verse, Jesus wept. But what is so powerful here about this response is that he knows what he's about to do. He knows that he is about to raise Lazarus from the dead. This is not some second thought or improvisation that he's going to make. Yet, he still enters into their pain, their suffering, their grief, and he weeps because of it. He doesn't chide them. He doesn't say something like, hey guys, you dummies, I can do all things through me who strengthens me. Let's get over this. Just stop the sniffles. Here's a tissue. He doesn't say anything like that. He's not caustic or dismissive toward them. He enters into their sufferings, even as he is about to heal their sufferings. The other people there, they see his his weeping and say, see how he loved them. They recognize his love, but they don't recognize his power. But he doesn't only care, he acts. So he goes to the tomb and calls Lazarus forth. And Lazarus is brought back from the dead. But this passage is not only about something that happened way back off in history. It tells us about who Jesus is and his relationship towards us. When you fall at Jesus' feet, weeping and accusing, do you think he doesn't care? This is why I love this passage, because it shows us that surely Jesus does care. He sees our suffering. He sees your concern. He's not annoyed by it. He is not indifferent to it. Jesus came to this earth to heal us of our sin, to take our sin away, but also to take away all of our hurt and harm. We have a God who loves us enters into our lives, and transforms them. That's why John 11.35 is one of the most important verses in the Bible, because it shows a good, a kind, a merciful, a loving God who enters into the pain and suffering of his people, and he heals it. In our own experience, we may not feel that experience of Christ weeping with us, we may not feel as if our pain and suffering is gone. It may feel that it is constant and consistent. We can feel like those people who are watching Jesus weeping, they're watching him weep, but thinking that he's powerless. But the beauty of the cross. And the beauty of the incarnation of Christ coming as a human and suffering and dying on the cross and being raised from the dead himself to give victory. He gives victory and he takes all of that away. And all this life and the pain we feel, we have a God who knows and who takes away that pain and the sting of death, the sting of suffering, the sting of sin. And when we enter into eternal life, in this time as we wait to be fully and completely united with him in glory, there can still be healing as we wait for that full and final healing. And that's why John 11.35, the shortest verse in the Bible, is so beautiful and important. Jesus wept.